Welcome to Tax Today, a Vertex podcast series. Words of wisdom from industry professionals to help you transform tax. Each week, we hold enlightening discussions with tax, IT, and procurement specialists focused on shaping tax in the procure-to-pay process. Hi, I'm Kristen Schwabenbauer. Welcome to Tax Today, a Vertex podcast series. On today's episode, we'll be exploring keys to successful implementation with Axel Knopf from PricewaterhouseCoopers. Axel is the East Region Indirect Tax Operations Practice Leader at PwC. His 24 years of consulting technology and strategic management experience delivering global IT projects to Fortune 200 companies. Over the course of his expansive career, Axel's primary area of focus has been on the automation of sales and use tax, value-added tax, telecommunications tax with SAP. So Axel, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, glad to be here. Thank you. Great, great. So we go ahead and get started. I know you have a ton of experience, obviously, with PwC and, and working with clients. And I think we, you know, we really value that that experience. Generally, how do you recommend that clients really get started with a, a P2P type of an implementation? Well, I, I think the first thing that's really important is that when the tax department hears that there's, you know, an ERP upgrade coming, you're moving to Oracle Cloud or S4HANA, or you're putting in a procurement platform, that's the instant that you want to get engaged and you want to find out who the IT stakeholders are and the business stakeholders so you can talk to both sides so that you can make sure that you get a seat at the table. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, and you know what? We're we're hearing a, a lot of that. I think it's it doesn't necessarily happen at the evaluation standpoint, but when projects get kicked off, you really need to be be working hand in hand in order to really find true success and uncover you know a lot of the the issues and things like that. Now, you would you also recommend having your procurement and and tax folks kind of get together and take a look at some of the issues and the state of affairs as they are today? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think in the beginning, um, as you gear up for something like this, you should really assess your pain points that the tax department is dealing with because, you know, usually it comes down to data and usually the data is owned by the ERP. So if you can identify all those different touch points where the data that you're getting at the end of the day so that you can do your compliance end of the tax function, that's a starting point and then identify, okay, this, this type of transaction isn't working over here when we're sourcing for this department. This breaks down because we can't tell the difference between software. We can't tell the difference between printed materials, what have you. And once you identify some of those pain points, you're then better positioned to have meaningful conversations with the different stakeholders in the workshops that would be occurring at the very beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And you would have to go into that level of detail. I mean, you really need to look at, hey, what are we buying? Where is it going? Who's using it? How is it going to be used? What cost centers? You know, all of those kinds of things. So I guess with, without those workshops, you're really going to have a hard time putting all piecing that all back together again. So do you also, with your experience and, and your relationships with the clients and everything else, do you also prepare them for some of the challenges of these implementations? Because they aren't easy. They definitely aren't easy. We do. I think it's important to sort of set the stage at the beginning of the project. There are going to be speed bumps. You are going to run into some issues that you didn't think you had as an organization or as a tax department or even, you know, as an IT department. There's going to be some requirements that are going to be flushed out that might not fit squarely in the box right at the outset. So I I think we like to prepare our clients for that. We do hold a lot of workshops in the beginning where we bring in the different groups. So we bring in the IT technical, the IT 
functional and then the business owners and the tax department. And we will have some workshops so that we can all get in alignment and understand who fits where into the, the puzzle, if you will. Oh, that's great. That really helps. And then you've got your your core team members, and I'm sure that can take you through, you know, setting up, configuring, I should say, I wanted to say customizing, but configuring, testing, and then, you know, go live. So in your opinion, um, and I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about this, is automation 100% possible? Can you automate everything to the fullest extent? What, what, what is your experience with that? So my experience is that on the sell side, you know, when you're when you're trying to sell your products to your customer, you can generally get, you know, 100% there because you know the who, the what, the where, and you know where the customer is, you know what you're selling them and what have you. It gets a little more complicated on the procurement side because as you mentioned earlier, the who, the what, the when, the where, and the how, those are five questions that need to be answered in real time as you're passing data between an ERP and a tax engine. And if you can't identify those five touch points, it's very hard to approach 100% automation. Uh, at the end of the day, I think, you know, a tax department should be ready to pick their battles. Uh, where do they need to be higher than 90%, higher than 95%, but where's 80-20 okay? You could have lots of low volume transactions, uh, low dollar amounts that might not be worth capturing two or three additional data points because the overall risk to the business is low, even if you were to be caught under audit for having not accrued or paid the right amount of sales tax. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that's what I'm, I'm hearing a lot of too. I mean, you hear a lot of this touchless AP and phrases, catchphrases like that. I think if you take a look at things from a technology standpoint, a lot of people are, and clients included are, are used to the, the, the standard, you know, oracles and the SAPs, those integrations and relationships have been together for, you know, a long time. And there's, there's more robust functionality that'll help to automate things to a pretty high extent. But then you take a look at some of these Arebas and the Koopas and everything else, and they're in a growth phase as far as that's concerned. So I still think that, and I'd be interested in, in your opinion on this, I still think that even in those situations, automation really still lends a lot of value, even if you're not going to have every single type of tax touch point that you would want. And, you know, companies are still trying to, partners are still trying to work on, on getting out more functionality. It's still going to help you, even if you automate, even just a little bit, you're doing better off the bat. Would you agree with that? Or what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, you mentioned Ariba and Coupa, and, and those are certainly two platforms that we see a lot of in the market these days. But to your point, they're, they're not very mature yet because of where they are in their life cycles. And, you know, the good thing about those products is they've got workflow so that you can control some of the decision-making and who approves what to make sure that you get a, a, an accurate calculation. But the downside of those platforms is that they're still somewhat immature in how their integrations are built because you've got to think about the integration to a tax engine like Vertex. You've got to think about the integration to the ERP because, you know, where is, where is the AP happening? Is it in the Reba? Is it in Coupa? Is it in the ERP? And those are all challenges from an integration perspective. And, and those also then go back to that, can we be 100% compliant? Because the data between those two systems may not be exactly the same. Right. And that's a big deal. I think you're right. You have a good point there. As far as these best of breed procurement providers, you know, they're, they're becoming almost ERPs for procurement professionals, which is great. Tax is kind of a side thought. It's just kind of a, yep, we yeah, we kind of need to do that. We, you know, and, and I think now everyone's learning. And as we even talk to, you know, have a broader audience of not just tax, not just IT, but also procurement professionals, there's a learning experience there 
that could have some pretty good or pretty, you know, challenging ramifications depending on where they go with it. And I think, I think overall, just having an understanding, like you even look at, and I'm sure you were involved in some of these implementations, you know, Ariba, the version one of the Ariba integration and their tax API, you know, didn't have accrual functionality, you know, and people were kind of up in arms about that. Um, they eventually got that added in and, and we did as well. But, you know, we're seeing some challenges there along the way. And I think key is automation. Some automation is better than nothing and get ready to to grow and evolve. And I really, what I'm excited for the future is that we can, with our partners like PwC and relationships with Ariba and Coupa and, and whoever else, we can all come together and see how far we can take this. And I think we're really just at the beginning of that journey. I could be crazy, but I, I think there's a lot of room there, even with the functionality that if you have all the functionality from a procurement perspective, or if you, you can do purchase requisition, if you can do tax on the POs, if you can do it at the reconciliation and then that final tax call, I think there's still even more that we could, we haven't even kind of touched upon yet. And that's, that some of those things are, are make this area, I think, more exciting than even just standard sales tax. It's more complicated for sure. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's definitely more complicated. And what we're seeing also is that folks are now looking past sales and use. They're looking at VAT, which is a whole other you know animal to deal with when you talk about integrating a tax solution. And how do you make that work in EMEA or Asia Pacific, what have you. But I, I think fundamentally what this really, at the end of the day, comes down to is that if the tax department wants to be able to drive their tax policy, they have to be engaged with the IT organization and they have to be engaged with you know, some of the business owners so that the people are aware of these issues and, and, and some of the requirements for tax because you know, unfortunately, indirect tax is sort of the forgotten tax because it's, it's in everything. It touches pretty much everything that your organization does. It does. And that makes it. And I think that's that's a really good, clear message, too, that we want to get out. Tax touches everything in the, in the procurement process. So um, and I think a lot of folks are very familiar with sales tax or even on the VAT side. They live that. But with the on the procurement side, they don't see it and they don't realize how much how complicated it could potentially be. Because as you had mentioned, like and even if you if, like, if you talk about VAT for a second, there's a lot of accounting that goes in to these and a lot of things you got to take into consideration when you talk about this as opposed to the sales tax where it's just a percentage based tax. So I think that's a clear message for folks. Let me just um, expand on that too. What is your take on the climate of that and you, you know global procurement and calculation and everything else? To me it seems like things are getting a heck of a lot more complicated whereas before it was you know, the SAP mentality of you can use native and native text functionality is not that big of a deal. It seems like that's not really an option anymore. No, I, I think that the tax on the VAT side has gotten so complicated from the perspective of the government wants to know in real time what you are charging, you know, a customer or what you're paying a vendor. So these things in some countries need to be pinged off of government websites as you are conducting business. So that certainly complicates it. And, and the reporting requirements are getting much more uh, involved. And if you look at just the compliance solutions, even SAP put out a solution to address the compliance specifically, which is an add-on to their S4 platform. And that just shows you that their customers are also demanding better solutions than, you know, ABAP reports that would spit data out that you'd have to massage in a spreadsheet. Right. Yeah, every, I think everything is getting more complicated. It seems that that's just the atmosphere now. 
Well, this is great. That'll do it for today's show. I'd really like to thank Axel. Thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me. And thanks to our listeners. Make sure you tune in for our next episode when we will be discussing controls and documentation, internal audits, involvement, and SOX compliance. Subscribe to Tax Today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. To learn more about optimizing tax and procurement, visit vertexinc.com. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-I-N-C.com. And connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. <laughs>